This episode of Vibe Keeper Radio Podcast is brought to you by the Primal Potency Program. The Primal Potency Program was created to help solve the man crisis rampant in our culture, meaning there's never been a time in history where men have afforded to be so sedentary and imbalanced. I know, I used to be one of those men until I experienced a wake-up call. We no longer have to chop wood, carry water, build things, or chase bears. Nature magically set it up for our ancestors where a natural lifestyle would have us physically working outside, hunting, building, eating meat, fasting, resting, procreating, and being naturally accountable for the rhythms of nature. Today, we've all but managed to out-technology the need for strong masculinity, muscles, testosterone, and accountability. Testosterone levels are at an all-time low due to inactivity, fake foods, xenoestrogens, and programmed conditioning which is creating catastrophic confusion and imbalance. The Primal Potency Program is a 100-day program which includes workouts, a paleo-keto-based nutrition program, a supplement list, social media support groups, and more designed to totally reset the body and jumpstart deconditioning from obsolete cultural programs to promote a sense of well-being, direction, and purpose for the masculine man. You can sign up now by clicking the link in the show notes or going to my website, thevibekeeper.com forward slash primal dash potency. That's vibekeeper.com slash primal dash potency. Welcome to Vibe Keeper Radio Podcast. I'm your host, Tate Alexander. This is the podcast where we talk about all things vibration, because everything in its essence is vibration. From the clothes we wear, to the relationships we have, to the food we eat, to the businesses we run, we are always consciously or unconsciously operating in a field of energy. We are here to utilize this knowledge in very grounded and practical ways. I've spent the majority of my life discovering what not to do by experimenting with the most radical life paths from growing up Christian to tantric mystical exploration to raw veganism to hitchhiking to living alone on a mountain in a tent to traveling across the Americas to drugs and sex and rock and roll to a psychonauts approach to shamanism. Basically stating every approach to life I could personally attempt, I did. I'm here to share my experience, knowledge, and perspective with you distilling what I have found works from what I have found absolutely does not. We're going to be touching on a broad span of topics including communication, personal health, the dynamics of relating and grounding mystical knowledge so that it can be practical and integrated in the daily lives of the average or not so average man. I'm excited to host guests on this show whom I consider to be winners in their field. We're going to be talking a lot about masculinity and manning up. So hold on to your balls, gentlemen. Here we go.
everyone. Welcome to Vibe Keeper Radio. Today we have Rakea Kala. She's a conscious evolutionary. Um, she is a holistic healer, a mindset coach, a biohacker, a published author, an entrepreneur, and a mom of five, which is quite impressive. Um, how are you today? I'm good, thank you. Thank you so much for the introduction. Sure. I'm great. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit about your work just to get people a little bit uh, familiarized with who you are and what it is that you do. Sure, absolutely. Um, do you have any specific questions or you just want me to... Well, I see here, like, as I look at your social media, you just have a plethora of positive messages. It looks like you do a lot of work with positive mindset. Um, I actually have a background in hypnotherapy and NLP, so I'm very familiar with how important uh, having a positive mindset is in this world. I also see that you're a biohacker. I'm very much into... Uh, biohacking. Yeah. Um, That's so I'm curious about your work with uh, mindset. Uh, how do you how do you generally approach, um, I guess, helping someone to find a more positive frame of mind or mindset? So um, the thing is that I noticed, it's funny that you mentioned, like, um, you know, talking positively, right? And I noticed today that a lot of people tend to flow towards a negative, um, I want to say a negative quote, that's kind of reverse psychology in a way. And I think that, um, that they do that because they resonate with the words, but the words are actually negative. Which is interesting, right? Because in NLP, we talk about reframing. We want to go more into what we want, not what we don't want. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where it stems from. Is from the NLP field, it's important to um, focus on what you want instead of what you don't want. And that's where the positive mindset comes in. Reframing people. When they, when they talk about things that they don't like or that they're unhappy about, you you basically have to go into the into the aspect of okay but what do you like about that hmm. what are you happy about that with you know and the thing is that often they haven't even looked at that for example i hate my job okay so what do you hate about your job and they they everything really everything <laughs> so from the moment you get in till the moment you leave you hate every aspect of it mm, well not really so you know that's where you get into the you know the depth of it because that's when people realize that they they've basically just generalized it all into one bag and they haven't actually paid attention to the nuances of little things that are there that are actually so positive within what they do and because they're so focused on the negative they're not even able to see the positive so when you bring the emphasis back into the positive and you start saying okay but what about Oh, are your colleagues good to you? Oh, they're amazing. I love spending time with them. Okay, cool. Mm. So there's one thing that you love about your job, right? Because you love your colleagues, right? Oh, yeah. But, you know, then people start to go like try to make excuses to kind of get out of that one, right? So you got to keep them focused on staying within that positive framework. Yeah. So um, 
I find that um, it's it's more about, I, I want to say instead of positive, I want to say it's about more about seeing um, the beauty in life mm-hmm. and focusing on that. And also seeing the good things you have in your life, you know, because everything is not necessarily positive. Some things just are. Right. Simple things that we overlook, you know. Mm-hmm. And we and we don't, we just kind of like, yeah, we just browse by them and we're like, okay, they don't exist because we're so used to having them in our lives. But when you bring the attention back to them, that's when people realize, oh, yeah, you're right. And then it's about bringing the focus back to gratitude. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you have a job. Most people don't right now. Well, not most people. That's a, that's a generalization. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, a lot of people don't. So there's a lot uh-huh. of people that are out of work right now. Um, you know, then you get, then you get, oh, okay. Yeah, that's true. I do have a job. Okay. So that's something to be grateful for. Um, I'm getting paid a good salary. That's something to be grateful for, you know? And so, so just digging deeper and finding reasons to be happy where you are and not be focused on the grass is green on the other side. Sure. Yeah. I've definitely found that you know, being mindful of our reticular activation, what we're paying attention to definitely amplifies that. Um, one, one thing that I find very curious, um, because I, I ask a lot of questions to myself around these things, <clears throat> which is, um, I guess, the balance of we want to acknowledge, um, I guess, the negative. You know, we don't want to bypass or... Um, not acknowledge the things that we dislike, um, but we don't want to stay stuck there either. You know, yes. uh, I, I think it's about finding a healthy balance of acknowledging the things that we don't like so that we can create changes in our life, um, yes. but not, not staying there, you know? Um, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so so I agree with you on that. It's it's not about ignoring things. Mm-hmm. You're not trying to just put aside and bury it, because then it comes to bite you in the behind later on in life. See, mm-hmm. so it's about it's about acknowledging it, but dealing with it and moving past it and seeing what's the purpose of it being there. Why is it there? Why is it annoying me? Why is this happening? Even in relationships, for example, why is something like this, you know, bothering me? What about it is bothering me? You know, so it's about it's important to utilize those things to be able to move you forward, because mm. when you when you bury them, you, all you're doing is ignoring them. And then they come back later and then they come back sometimes with a vengeance, you know, sure. so it just comes back even more challenging, you know, definitely. And there's some people, you know, I, I get very curious about uh, I don't know if you've ever heard of Abraham Hicks. Uh, I have. I have. Yeah, and there's and I was even listening to this uh, talk the other day, which was about prayer and saying that the proper way to pray is to feel as if it's already so, and because that's that's living in faith, and then that's amplifying the vibration of what you already want. And I've had so much curiosity in this realm in my life, which is this. There's this idea that if we live in the frequency of what we already want, then we're going to be attracting that and drawing that more into our lives. But the the challenge there is that we have the 
physical reality constantly reminding us where we're at. You know, I could use the example of like uh, a bank account being a very real, uh, here's where you're at financially. But at the same time, I'm wanting to say, I'm abundant, money keeps flowing. I'm going to keep attracting more money. It's coming effortlessly. I am money, you know? <laughs> so right. it's, a, it's a very interesting um, balance that I'm still learning about. I'm wondering if you have anything to say on that as far as acknowledging where one is in life and wanting to be honest about it, even if it's not necessarily flattering or... Uh, right. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but also I, I get what you're saying. wanting to take that leap and say, and, and just believe that uh, what one wants is already there. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah, so, so, so it's interesting. It's, it's a very interesting topic because you said something like pray as though you, um, you already have it, right? Mm -hmm. But because you're supposed to have that trust and that faith. So the interesting thing is that it doesn't, it, it's basically, it's a knowing that it will come when it does, right? Mm -hmm. And it's not having placing expectation on when it does come. So in a form, it's a form of manifestation, right? Mm -hmm. Same concept in the form of prayer or in the form because it's interesting because, like, um, there was a there was a point where like you know someone was saying, but why why you not praying for it? I said, how is there any difference if you have faith and trust in God, and when you ask for something, how is it not a prayer? Because if you know, you know that that you know you you have that trust, that faith that it will come when it when it's meant for you, or that it will come. Like you know, the interesting thing is it doesn't always come, right? right. It really doesn't, <laughs> right? Let's 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 be honest, right? It doesn't sure. always come, right? right. But you know, you know, it it does. But the funny thing is, it comes in its own way. Mm. so sometimes you you you're asking for something but you're asking for something very specific to show up in a very specific way mm -hmm. and when you're staring at it only from that angle how are you going to be seeing if it comes in in a different way sure yeah that makes sense i mean i so, guess so i am abundant has uh -huh. so many different aspects to it not just money right right yeah yeah, the way I heard it described is like what what we're asking for is a feeling. The feeling of being abundant, right? That right. that, that right. feeling of like, oh yeah, I got it. I can I can have this. I can do that. I'm abundant. There's there's plenty. This feeling of generosity which can show up in many different ways. Right. And then you and then you said you gave like examples of ways of um using affirmations. Mm -hmm. The thing with affirmations Okay, so so this is an interesting concept because I'm not sure I love affirmations, which is weird. But anyways, why? Because I feel like in affirmations, you keep having to repeat it because why? Why would you need to repeat it if you trusted and you believed in it the first time you asked for it? Exactly. Yeah, I believe I right? believe more important more important than saying the affirmation, it's feeling the affirmation. Because if you yeah, feel, in the first place. Yeah, if you embody the affirmation then there's no reason to repeat it over and over like a mantra. You're, you're living life yes. as though you are the embodiment of that affirmation, trusting that that's who you are, what you are, what's happening. Correct? Right. And then, and then you gave the example of I am abundant being a feeling, right? Mm -hmm. Now, 
let's take let's say you go into like a really rural area in let's say africa or somewhere you see children playing in the streets that have nothing Mm -hmm. are they not abundant in that moment or in their lives i guess it depends on how they feel i i think when you look at them the joy in them the happiness what i'm saying is that they don't know any different Mm -hmm. right so in a way they're experiencing their own form of abundance because they don't that then this is what they're living in in that moment mm. the happiness at that time the fun they're having at that time right yeah not and, about tomorrow not about wh- whenever it's like now right i mean i guess so, in the so same you, in the same way no, uh, someone with uh, a bunch of money in a, a first world country living in a large house might just be focusing on the people who have more money than him and might not be feeling abundant. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And you've seen that so many times, right? Where people commit suicide or they're so unhappy. They're like, you know, well, you, you see that, right? Because you, we read about it, right? Mm-hmm. The people with so much of money end up, you know, because they're not internally actually happy. So it's, so see, like you said, it's a feeling. It's not about the things you have. It's not about the money in your bank account. It's what you embody, mm-hmm. how you actually feel on the inside. And then when you say, okay, but my bank account doesn't show the figures. And I'm like saying these words, right? Right. But, but if you're not looking to tomorrow and you're looking just about at now, like this moment, mm-hmm. you still have money in your bank account and you can buy yourself food today. So it's not right. about tomorrow. So if you're paying attention to everything for today, for now, for mm-hmm. not trying to be like someone else, for not trying to like, you know, um, you know, like you said, like comparing yourself to that, you know, wealthier person or the person that has more than you or the person that seems to be happier than you. And let's face it, we don't even know if people are happy because that's all they show us is what we see, but we don't know what's inside. Exactly. Yeah, especially nowadays with social media, everyone wants to look like their lives are perfect <laughs> all the time. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And, yeah. and we have no clue what's actually going on, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, it's great, it's great um, you know, that, uh, you know, people show one side, fair enough. But the fact is that we need to be aware that that's just one side mm-hmm. and that's not realistic. It's like, it's like watching a movie. We know that's not reality, right? Right. I mean, if you've ever been in a relationship in your life, you watch one of these love stories and you'll be like, no, seriously, <laughs> it's not reality. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But the problem is we buy into that and then we compare our relationships to those things. Mm. Yeah. That's where the issues come from because we're always comparing to what we think we see. Right. I am interrupting this podcast to bring you our musical guest. This one is a brand new collaboration between myself and JJ Gemini. Enjoy. This is called The Creator. All right. Yeah. 
I mean, I think there there's a healthy degree of maybe using it as a benchmark or something to strive towards. But if we see it as uh, something that, you know, it has to be that way or, or, you know, relationships are supposed to be perfect, supposed to be this way, I guess that's where there's an unhealthy uh, degree of that. Uh, I'm one, Absolutely. I'm wondering if there's any um, particular practices or um, I guess disciplines that you use in your own life or suggest with other people in order to sort of cultivate a more grateful and uh, more positive way to live and way to look at life? Are there certain uh, habits that you find are important for that? So, so the biggest one would be gratitude, mm-hmm. and 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 yeah, I I can't stress this enough because we're, when you're always looking for what you don't have instead of paying attention to what you actually do have, you know, mm-hmm. that's where you know things go faulty. Let's put it that way. Whereas when you're paying attention to what you actually have, you allow space for more of that to show up. 
So when you pay attention to, okay, I, I look, I'm, I'm, I have a roof over my head, and 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 you know, I say that, but yet there's people that won't have that, right? Right. But those, but 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 then it's like it's like it's like going, going to the smallest little things. I have eyes to see with. I have, you know, I have, I have, I have my legs. I can walk. I can talk. I I have these abilities. So it's about going to the smallest things. It's like going from the from the littlest things and working up. I read once. Um, you know, during during I'm saying during COVID, like it doesn't exist. It still exists, obviously. But <laughs> last year in 2020, yeah. it's just that it's more. You know, it's more like we used to having it around. But in 2020, when things were like completely shutting down and stuff like this, um, I saw a quote. Someone wrote this. It wasn't a quote. It was just something someone wrote that like stop telling me to be grateful. I get it. Yes, I know. But sometimes it's okay. No, it's not okay. Because if we if we don't if we don't remind you to be grateful, then 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 where do you go from there? Mm-hmm. It's I, I get I get your point. Like okay, you just want to be upset right now. But the only way you can master that and not love there is literally by shifting it. You have to reframe it with gratitude. Right. If you don't look beneath you and you're always looking above you, how will you grow? Yeah. I mean, I think there's a I think there's definitely a time to grieve and vent. But as I was saying before, it's not a place to stay. I think we're exactly. Yeah, I, I I think it's not wise to suppress one's feelings and emotions and you know there are times in life where we're like basically living in the opposite of gratitude and just focusing on everything that we don't like and um again i think that can serve as fuel for us to go in the opposite direction to propel our lives in a different direction um by being honest with ourselves and acknowledging it. But I, I would also say that, yes, it's very wise to quickly change the channel and switch it back to gratitude and being thankful for the clarity there. Yeah. Okay. But, but I like what you said and I agree with you that Mm -hmm. yes, if you're in that moment, it can serve you, but the only way it can serve you is if you're willing to look to look at it and take responsibility for the part you play in it and not blame. Mm hmm. Absolutely. So so even when you're angry and you're upset and you're like, you know, throwing your tantrum or having your moment, we all do it. Like, you know, let's face it. Everyone goes through that. Mm-hmm. Even the best of coaches will have that moment. It's just about how long it takes for you to move from there to there. That's the difference. Right. Like you say, how how quickly you can get from that angry, you know, annoyed, frustrated state back into balance. Right. Mm-hmm. But. It's also about it's about it's about not not having that blaming mentality because the moment you're going to blame you're going to victim mentality. Right. It's ve- it's very much more challenging to move past that. So it's important to be able to get in that mode and say, okay, what have I done? So once you move past that, agreed. It's not it's so yes, gratitude is the easiest tool to shift yourself. But let's let's say you want to go deeper. So I was just using that as more like a a quick, you know, momentarily, momentary generalized tool, right? Sure. But if you want to go deeper, 
in that moment when you're frustrated, you have to stop yourself and say, okay, what got me to this point? How did I get here? Mm-hmm. Okay. If I'm going to say, oh, so-and-so did that to me and that's why, I still had a choice. Everything was based on a choice I made. I cannot blame it on anyone else. They offered me something. I made the choice to go for it. They did this to me. I made the choice to follow follow suit. So it's mm-hmm. always based on choice, right? Right. 100%. Okay. Or like, or like I want to say majority of the time. Let's put it that way because there's very small, um, you know, circumstances where it wasn't choice. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So we, we're talking about like, you know, those. I'm talking about the generalized moments. Sure. It's, it's our choice. We take responsibility for what we, the choices we made or the things we did or the, you know, the mistakes we made in order to get us to where we are. And then we take the lesson from those. And that's how we boost ourselves and push ourselves forward. Right. Exactly. And I think you said it when you said, you know, taking accountability, taking responsibility for where you are. I have this mantra that I I tell myself, I'm responsible for the way that I feel. Um, And, and um, I, I, I came up with a phrase, uh, vibrational suggestion. So, you know, uh, normally, I think unconsciously, we when someone suggests a vibration, we take it and mirror it back. Someone comes up and says, right. hey, how are you? And then that's the energy you feel and you respond, oh, I'm, you know, generally, we yes. send that back. Someone comes up very angry and yells at you and normally we reflect it back. But I think it's it's very empowering to see those as suggestions. Someone is coming and saying, hi, joy, and you can go, yeah, okay, joy. <laughs> Someone can come yeah. and say, hey, anger. You still have a choice, yeah. And you can go, no, not anger, and and send back something else. And I think... Agreed. I think that is... I love the, that. The first step to uh, living responsibly and being accountable is for your energetic field because everything else that we do is going to come from... 100%. That, that place. So... Awesome. Um, yeah, yeah, I completely agree with you. When it comes to the to your responses to things, you definitely always have a choice in how you want to mirror back, as you said. And um, and and in the end, it's the same. It's the same when you're, uh, you know, with your friends, your your um, you know, your colleagues, your family. Your behavior is based on what you still decide. They don't have to be. Um, molding you into what they choose because mm-hmm. and you don't have to go with that you know you can you can choose to step back and say no this is not for me right i definitely think there's a lot of work there though because we we're mm. we're creatures of habit and i think right. depending on how people are raised they have certain ideas or beliefs about who they are people get attached to a certain identity and um yeah there can there can be definitely some really powerful work around uh breaking someone's attachment to an identity uh oh i love that absolutely i mean i've I've witnessed that i've witnessed that with with certain relationships where someone sees you in a certain light and then you see yourself in that light you know when someone 
loves or cherishes you and then you go oh wow i'm lovable and i'm cherishable and and then you start seeing yourself in a different light that can be one way but i i think there can be so many different ways um but i think that's a, a constant never-ending sort of process of seeing oneself right. in a, a higher light stepping into our highest potential or, or sometimes in a relationship a person sees you in a certain way and then and then even when you change they just can't change the way they perceive you they still see you exactly like how you were like years ago they mm -hmm. cannot perceive the change because they're so stuck in that you know in the past exactly or, or in that moment of how they how they see you finish that's it so you so even no matter how much you change they they can't seem to notice it for some reason it's interesting yeah my my partner got it really into this thing uh where it's like a contract for a partnership right. that, you, that you renew every so often and we're exploring this idea now and I, it, for me it's very exciting because it's easy to not get stuck on your old ideas of who someone is we're always constantly right. changing and growing and a lot of that the core fundamentals of that is like our values our boundaries um, mm -hmm. what we're striving for and all those things can change uh, everything everything exactly yeah. yeah everything changes we even like like you said your values i mean um for example in nlp when you look at your values right mm -hmm. um and let's say let's say before kids and after kids there's going to be a massive difference between the two right because now there's other people that you're taking care of your whole life changes your values are going to change what's important to you completely changes you know right so or at least majority of the time <laughs> <laughs> yeah sure yeah so i mean I, i i love that idea of a contract and you know kind of re you know checking on it every now and again i love that idea it's interesting very interesting yeah i i have i have a curious inquiry for you because i i touched on this earlier and it's still something i'm exploring do you think there's some sort of i guess how do i say this like a magical shortcut to self growth in through faith you know we were talking about earlier just living yeah. in you know just believing believing in the vision and believing that it's already so and acting as though it's already so do you find that to be like sort of this magical shortcut that can just bring you the life you're looking for and and manifest all the all the everything <laughs> That's that's what I'm interesting exploring. because I I want to say yes and no, right? Uh -huh. It depends on what you believe about it. So if you're if you genuinely genuinely totally saying I'm I'm completely leaving this and I'm having faith and I'm having trust and I'm letting go, mm -hmm. then yes, it can be because you're going with the flow, right? Mm -hmm. And you're and you're just moving through and going with the flow. It can be a shortcut because you're because by almost like by almost letting go and trusting you automatically have have kind of like it's like it's like okay it's it's weird but let's say you're you're in a squat position right mm -hmm. okay and you're hanging in the squat position now if i if i take a seat and i put it under you 
Mm-hmm. And you and you and you and you can sit in that same squat position, but now there's a seat under you, so you don't have to hold yourself up anymore, right? Right. So if you actually trust that that seat is there, and you actually sit, right? Mm-hmm. Or are you going to still hover over the seat like you don't completely trust that the seat's actually there, and I'm not going to pull it out from under you? Ah, uh, yeah. I see. Yeah, I yeah, I get it. Yeah. So if you still think the seat's going to be pulled out from under you, are you actually in complete trust and faith that it that it's taking care of you? Nope. You see? So yeah. so it depends on where you're at and how deep you're honing into that mm. that that total trust and faith and flow. Mm-hmm. Then you don't you, you don't get like these moments of complete unhappiness. You still have it. Uh l- l- let me say you have moments of it. Not not like not like um days and weeks of it it will mm-hmm. be it will be short lived moments like where something happened you need to deal with it but you can move past quicker because your faith and your trust is stronger than that mm. than the incident do you know what i'm saying right yeah. so so it's so that's one one side of looking at it right and then there's that you know the fake it till you make it concept right right just like just like the concept of faking it till you making it is saying it's inauthentic because you're faking it right exactly like like i wonder if it creates long term residual effects because you always feel fake mm yeah 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 like one thing i think about is like if i'm having any concerns or fears around money Maybe mm-hmm. the best thing to do is to be more generous because now that's living in the faith that oh it's fine more money is coming more abundance is coming I'm overflowing I am abundance I'm already abundant and so it's it's shifting that frequency oh, having the, the abundance mentality instead of the scarcity mentality exactly which like seems that, yeah. seems in the moment can seem very irrational and insane you know to to have, have that thought you know of oh no like to to make that switch and and have a concern about something and then i guess take that leap of faith and <laughs> so, but, so but on the other on the other on the other end of that like sometimes I still feel intention is where it's, where it's at. Cuz if your intention is just to give because you want more, then I don't know if it if it if it feels the same way. Mm. Cuz if you're giving because you genuinely want to give because you believe it's the right thing to do, and mm-hmm. yes, the effects of it will be that it's okay it will come back. So I can right. give more. Like do you get what I'm saying? I love that. Yeah. It shouldn't be that I want to give because I want more because then it's selfish because then why are you giving really? Are you really giving because you want to give and because you want to make someone's day better or someone's life better or are you just doing it for 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 personal gain? And 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 it's interesting because technically it's always for personal gain. So someone was saying to me an energy exchange like um like about, we were talking about fine like money, right? Mm-hmm. So I said to her, "Look, an energy exchange is only an energy exchange as long as you got something, you received something in return. Right. So when you give charity, there's still an energy exchange. Mm-hmm. You saw the smile, you saw the, you know, you made someone else's life better. You you feel that feeling of like giving something, like I helped someone, 
you right. still get something out of it. So you get an energy exchange. Exactly. Yeah, I think everyone has uh, a degree of selfishness that is inescapable. Um, for me, it goes back to something um, I'm reminded. So Alan Watts said something once where he was mm. saying, everyone's selfish. It's just about understanding, and I'm paraphrasing here, that the, what the true self is. And the true self is, right. is connected to its environment. It's connected to all life around it. So it's understanding that synergy so that, you know, I, I, I personally am under the belief that everyone's selfish. It's okay to be selfish. Yeah. You just have to understand that yourself is interconnected with your community, with your family, with the world around you. And you have to learn how to uh, create a balance there to create an energy. Yeah, I, I think the I think the problem is when people hear you're selfish, they define it very differently mm -hmm. in their head. Like it sounds like, oh, I do nothing for anybody and I only think of myself and I and I'm like, you know, but it's not that. It's 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 really deeper than that, right? Because selfishness, it can be in the minute sense. It's like maybe people have levels of selfishness, right? Because mm -hmm. technically Technically, there are, there will be moments when you want to give and you'll be like, but should I right now? Like even that moment, you know what I'm saying? Even that mm -hmm. little moment, should I give this much? Should I, should I give a bit less? Or like, you're still taking care of your own needs. So it's, I agree with you. There's always a degree of selfishness involved, mm -hmm. no matter what. Because like, I mean, then you can go and say, oh, someone, someone said to me once, um, yeah, you, you know, something shouldn't be extravagant because then you could feed feed the poor and like i don't think it's necessary to drive a car like that because you can you can rather give the extra money to the poor okay cool then why do you live in a house like you live maybe you should downsize like where do you draw the line you're saying that but then you live in a in a big house okay so you drive a little bit of a, a not as expensive car but why do you even have to drive the car you're driving then then go right back to a basic car, right? So it's like, how far do you take it? Right. So there is always a level of selfishness, agreed. So I'm still going to take, buy what I need and then give. So it's like, it's not going to be like, you know, those are rare people that just give everything away and just need nothing. Yeah, I mean, even I think, I think one thing I like to do when I'm in the right state of mind is, is, separate myself from myself and just view the situation in the best yes. way I can from a, a third perspective and say, what is, right. what, what is the right thing here? Energetic seeing, seeing the whole as just one energetic thing, you know, when it's two right. people or a whole circumstance. And I think that's the best way to function. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Yeah. I completely agree. I, I mean, the, that's, that would be the perfect scenario, right? Because then we'd actually look, to, look at ourselves objectively and not just from one perspective. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're, we're such emotional creatures. And I think that's the thing that sometimes blocks us from making those True. decisions is we get caught up in an emotion and then don't see it until later after we've made the decision. <laughs> 100% absolutely right yeah I am interrupting this podcast 
to bring you a word from one of our sponsors. Premier Research Labs. They're one of my personal favorite supplement companies. I have a discount code on my website. You can go to thevibekeeper.com, click on products, scroll down, and you'll see them right there. I have included a couple of my favorite personal products from the company. However, I regularly order quite a bit of their products. You can message me for more information if you are curious to hear some of my personal favorites and hear what's on my personal shelf. Enjoy the rest of the podcast. So yeah, this is actually something I see a lot of these days is with the whole, Mm -hmm. uh, especially with this pandemic that we're in now, is a whole lot of lack of accountability um, for people's own health, for people's own lives, for people's own Mm -hmm. situation. And I don't know where you stand on this, um, but (laughs) and I know that it it (laughs) seems to have created a lot of division in the world. Um, Yep. Yeah. I've had to create more solid boundaries with certain people, um, making personal attacks on my stance on the whole scenario. But um, my whole standing is that I'm responsible for my health. You're responsible for your health. (laughs) Right. Um, And this whole pandemic has shown me how many people think that other people should be responsible for them. Does that make sense? I agree. I agree to some extent. I definitely agree to some extent. Um, actually, actually, yeah, I, I agree with you. So basically what you're, okay, so let's, let's, let's just see. You can decide, you can decide if you want to use this or not. But anyway, <laughs> okay. let's, let's not, let's not shoot ourselves in the foot and get too controversial. But sure. anyways, um, I agree with you. So um, I agree with you um, to an extent where, okay, if, if you feel completely uncomfortable being in public and everybody's not going to do what you require them to do, then don't be there. Right. If you feel people won't, won't abide by rules or won't do what, you think they're supposed to do, mm-hmm. but I but I agree with you. It's 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 a bit of a it's a bit of a controversial one. I mean, like it is. <laughs> you know, it's 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 very and I and I and I know what you mean by you know people got attacked for things. I mean, even on the politics in in the U.S., people were attacking each other on that. And the mm-hmm. funny part was, it wasn't even the right way around. The attack was coming from. You know, people were talking about love and saying that they were with the more loving guy. I was like, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. How does that even make sense? Like, seriously? Like, you know what I mean? It was was a very interesting thing (laughs) to watch. Like, it's like you're talking about love and unity and uh, no barriers and this and that. And then you're going and attacking everyone else. So it makes no sense. Right. You know? Yeah, I've been I've been very, I guess, apolitical through the whole same 
through the whole thing. For me, for me, change is not going to come from a president. Change is going to come from us yes, and how we conduct ourselves. And it all revolves around being accountable. Um, for me, a president is a manifestation of lack of accountability. Um, government, all that stuff. I never is, thought of it that way. Yeah, it, for, for me, that's how I blame. see it. It's, oh. Yeah, someone to blame. Someone to blame someone to hold yeah. accountable, someone right. who's supposed to fix things. Right. It's like, right. it's like daddy issues. It's, it's really... Wow. Okay. I, I didn't think of it that way. You're, you're really right. I mean, like I, I really didn't see it that way. It's very cool to be able to blame the president that COVID spread. I don't know. It's like, yeah. okay, how? Like, I, I don't get the, you know, yeah, but I agree with you. I mean, I just meant I, I just use that as an example. Right, right. That happens with everything. Or now know? they're or now they're supposed to fix it. You know, it's exactly it's this whole thing of of um, dodging uh, our society as being yeah all adults. Like no one, in in my opinion, no one has the rightful uh authority over another human being without consent and we're 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 all grown adults and i think we all have this idea that you know that i think stems from the way we're raised which is as we're kids we think our parents have all the answers that our parents are always right then we go mm. into the schools and we have these authorities of teachers, teachers. Mm. and then we and then we go into college and then we have the professors and then we go into the workplace right. and we have the boss so we're constantly in this structure that there's someone bigger than someone us someone above us yeah who knows everything who's right about everything who has the answers. Who oh, we're supposed solve, to know. And yeah, 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 yeah who yeah. will solve the problems. Who's, who's there to, yeah. But in reality, the government, the uh, so called authorities, these are all just other adults who are mm. capable of flaws and, you know, who are just other adults. Um, 100%. Absolutely. Yeah. And there's no difference between us and them, realistically speaking. We're all the same. Right. Mm -hmm. and and that's one of the like you know one of the things i think people have like forgotten is that we're all one we're really one this was supposed to bring us closer not separate us further right i think in some ways we are moving in that direction i think that through I this agree. pandemic we've experienced so much separation and division but I think at the same time, that's sort of like just stuff being brought to the surface, you know, just like True. just like in a relationship uh, with anyone else. Yeah. After you have some kind of argument, mm -hmm. there's the makeup and then there's the, oh, well, this stuff has been under the surface this whole time and now it's come up and now we feel closer and now Feeling we understand each other more. So I think as mm. a society on a global scale right now we're going through something like that it's all bubbling True. up yeah I, I i agree with that and the the i think the the most important part of all of this is that everybody in the whole world is going through it so there's this there's this oneness 
starting to form mm-hmm. even if it's even if it's happening in steady you know in a st- in a small in a slow pace let's put it that way mm-hmm. um it's happening even if it's happening with different like i want to say groups of people at a time and i'm not referring to race in any way i'm referring to for example people in the healthcare field or people in the in the health and wellness industry or coaches or healers and they, it's like coming more closer in those aspects and seeing each other more you know more open mindedly in many ways and people also accepting new things easily like a more uh, holistic roots you know things like that definitely and i something i've experienced through all this is some things i say are very controversial and i've had a bunch of people attack me personally for me sharing my mm. opinions and at the same time i've had a lot of people with different opinions and ideas of what's going on have very mature conversations with me and i think that is what this world needs more of is it needs more people with seemingly opposing yeah. views having discussions honestly yes instead of know. attacking yes right. yeah feeling safe enough to say something that may be controversial or triggering mm. and know that the other person can have a mature conversation around it. I agree 100%. I mean like I think that's that's the that that would be the best way forward for all of us because if we can do that we can we can basically do anything. I think that's where we're headed. <laughs> I hope so. I really hope so. I mean I hope for the majority I don't know about on a governmental level if that's going to happen anytime soon but I mean when it comes to the the people and then we and then it can it can get to a point where it actually takes you know people become more um aware that they have more more uh how do you say um i don't know how to describe this but they they have more pull than they realize do you know what i'm saying mhm yeah more 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 ability more not only ability they they actually they actually influence, have more power. power yeah influence and power influence, yeah. than they actually realize you know mhm definitely yeah i think on an individual level as well as a cultural level as a collective true, level true yeah yes so. yes 100% and and learning that we all no matter what culture religion it doesn't make a difference Mm-hmm. And you you know what actually I find that the Clubhouse app is working well for that as well. So what is it? Have you have you been on the Clubhouse app yet? No. Oh wow, really? Really? What is that? Oh. I don't know that. It's an app where so it's it's an app. It's on the iPhone. You can't get it yet on um on the Android. Okay. It's, they're still working on it, but it's an app you get on the app and they have these rooms with different conversations so it's a, it, it's it's basically on voice so there's so you have a profile and everything people can read your profile and then you join different rooms with different discussion topics wow so it's 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 kind of opening everything up on another level cuz 
There's no texting or nothing. All you can do is enter a room and talk, uh, talk or, or, or listen. Wow. That sounds yeah. great. I'll look into that. It's very cool. You should, yeah. definitely. I yeah. feel like those type of things are really opening up more space for discussion, for healthy discussion, you know? That's and great. because you can talk and your voice is being heard, you're not just typing behind right. the screen. It's right. completely different. Wow. Yeah, I think as long as people aren't making uh, personal attacks, that has a ton of room for evolution and growth. Agreed. I feel like I feel like the people on there are the people that actually um, wanted to be in a space where it was more authentic. Nice. Okay, I will look into yeah. that. Yeah, you should. You definitely should soon. <laughs> <laughs> Clubhouse app. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I think that's uh, I think that's everything. That was a yeah, nice chat. I think so. I appreciate you sharing. It's all good. You happy? Yeah, I'm happy. Yeah. Great. A lot of good points in there. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Look, you know what? There's like the thing is that we realize as we as we you know as we go along, especially when you're in the health and wellness and the you know personal development field, mm -hmm. you realize that technically everything your happiness is literally only in your hands. You can't even look at your partner. You can't look at anyone and put that on them. Right. So even that you have to take responsibility for. Have you heard of uh, Bashar? <clears throat> I have. I have. He says, you know, I've, always follow your highest excitement in every given moment. And that's something I found nice. very interesting because he's like, it doesn't have to be a huge thing. It could be going for a right. walk. It could be, he, he says it's a self-contained kit. That if you follow your highest okay. excitement in this moment, then that may, oh, that's going to open up something else by being in alignment with your highest excitement. Your highest self. Mm, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That it, makes sense. It's, that like makes your, sense. it's like your compass or your <laughs> radar. You don't understand right. where, where it's guiding you or why it's guiding you there. It's just that feeling of, oh, it. you know what? Maybe I'm, maybe I'm just going to go to the store. I don't even know what I'm going to buy. I don't even, I'm not even hungry, but I feel like going in the market. That feels most exciting to me. Oh, and then I bump into someone who I've been wanting to bump into. And then that opens up an opportunity there. And then that, that's Absolutely. exciting. So, yeah. <laughs> I am interrupting this podcast one last time to bring you another word from two of our sponsors actually this is my podcast and i can do this however i please one of them is oliflix it is the best olive oil i've ever had in my life and you know me i like science i like results i like lab tests i like things that can show me how good something is so i'm not just buying something because it's marketed well. I've been in the industry long enough to know that people will bullshit you left and right to sell their product, whether or not it's better or not. If they market it right, most people will just buy it. So both of these products today I am telling you about because I am impressed. 
with their lab results. The polyphenol levels in this olive oil is through the roof. If you compare their polyphenol levels with any other olive oil on the market, they are the champions. Polyphenols are an antioxidant that are incredibly anti-aging. The other product you can find on my website, thevibekeeper.com, under products. It is the Amica Organics water filters. Again, lab results say everything. The amount of crap that is in your water is insane. And you probably never knew to what extent there was toxic crap in your water until you look at their lab results and see what is being removed. It's very impressive. And it's very frightening to know that that is in our water. So, go on my website and get yourself a water filter. All right, back to the podcast. Absolutely. So, so, so when we spoke about money, for example, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it was interesting because there's this. So, people ask for like you know more and opportunities, and they say, like you said, they pray, right? Mm-hmm. The thing is that they also, so when I, you know, I think I mentioned that they also wanted to show up in a very specific way. So the thing with that is, it's like, I I heard an example the other day where, uh, you know, someone was like, God, save me. And, 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 and a boat came by, I think the person was, was in the sea, let's say in the ocean, and a boat came by, Mm -hmm. and, and, and he didn't jump on, and a helicopter flew by. He didn't wave and mm-hmm. didn't get on that, and and uh, and um, you know, I don't know. Uh, I can't remember. I remember the story. What else can go? <laughs> you know the story. I, I know like, the story. <laughs> I can't remember what else went by, but okay. The point was, yeah. I was like, God, you didn't send anyone to save me. He's like, what? What do you mean? I sent a boat right to you. Yeah. You didn't get in. I sent a helicopter. You didn't get. You didn't take that opportunity. So it's like. No, but how did you expect God to save you? You expected him to come down and save you. You know what I'm right, saying? Right. So meaning the point is that like you're, you've decided how it needs to show up. So even if it shows up and smacks you in the face in a different way, you won't see it. Mm-hmm. So when you ask for opportunities, when any opportunity comes your way, listen, pay attention and see if that's something you can you can do, even if it's not some, not the way you intended, just to kind of, almost appreciate that things are coming your way right you know what i mean so do you think it's better for people not to get stuck on things to manifest so specifically like let's say oh i want to go to i i just want to be in bali right now and i want to you know be cruising the caribbean and you know i want a private jet and i want you know, these sort of like desires that bubble up uh, about living manifestations showing up in a specific way. Do you think it's wiser for people to not be so specific about their desires? So, so for example, Bali, right? So if mm-hmm. you say, I want to be in Bali now. So if it's not going to happen now and it's going to happen in six months, are you going to be okay with that? Right. So what about it? I'd really like to be in Bali, right? And even if you say now, it doesn't matter because you know what? If you you know if you be realistic, it's not going to happen like right now, the second. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? So you say I'd love to be in Bali, but then leaving it open ended 
Because even if you end up in, okay, let me give you an example, right? So it's it's a, it's a silly example. So I was in Indonesia in 20, I think it was December 2018, mm-hmm. okay? And I really wanted the shoe that I saw in the store, right? And um, it, was a, it was an expensive shoe and I looked at it and I was like, I thought it would be cheaper in Indonesia and it wasn't, right? So I was leaving the store and my, my son says to me, well, if you want that shoe for cheaper, you need to go to Italy. So I said, okay. I'll go to Italy. So my dad heard me and he was like, so you're going to go to Italy to get a shoe. So I said, no, I didn't say that. I said, I'm going to go to Italy. And when I'm in Italy, I'll buy the shoe. Right. <laughs> so, so my dad's like, so you're going to pay for a flight and you're going to get accommodation to go buy a shoe in Italy. I said, no, I, I still didn't say that. Who said anything about any of that? I just said, I'll go to Italy and I'll buy the shoe. Like, I, I didn't say anything. I didn't say I'm especially go buy the shoe in Italy. I just said, I'm going to go to Italy and I'll buy the shoe. So he's still like looking at me like I'm like a bit nuts. I don't even know why I said any of that. I just said it. <laughs> I said, I'm going to go to Italy and I'm going to buy the shoe. Right. Mm-hmm. And, I, and, I, and I just said it. And my husband was questioning. They were all going on about it. It was just funny. And they were making fun of me and stuff. And three months later, it was ma. It was about I think three, almost three months later, I w- I was invited to my dad's office. Uh, one of the managers had invited me to a presentation that another company was coming to do. So I went for the presentation, and at the present after the presentation happened, the manager was talking to me, and he said, "You know, I think you should go to Cosmoprof with our team because I think." That you have some good ideas and I don't work with them by the way I don't work for them and I don't work with them I mean at the time I was I was busy doing some packaging stuff that had to do with my business so in any case he says to me I, I think you should go with our team to to Italy you know so I said to him I said to him so um he didn't say Italy he just said to Cosmopro okay so I said okay I said, okay, that sounds good. He said, okay, I'm going to tell the guy to book you a ticket and we'll, we'll, you know, we'll sort out your flights and everything, no problem. So I said, okay, great. And then I asked him, wait, where is Cosmoprof? So he says, in Bologna, in Italy. And I was like, really? <laughs> so I went to my dad's office and I said, I told you I'm going to Italy to buy my shoe. And guess what? You're even paying for the <laughs> flight and the, and the accommodation. He's <laughs> laughing because it's true. His company ended up paying for it. Because that's what they wanted me to go. It was three months after this. But I didn't put any timeline. Mm. I just, it was, it was just a knowing. You know when there's a knowing, but yeah. there's no hesitation. Yeah. There was no restriction. There was nothing attached. There was just this knowing that mm-hmm. I was going to go to Italy and buy the shoe. I didn't put a timeline, nothing. Wow. Then there's those times when you say, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to buy me a jet. Do you really even believe you saying that? Yeah, you know, I one like, of the things I genuinely believe it, like genuinely have no doubt in it. Right. And you genuinely believe it. I believe it will manifest when when it's meant to, but it will manifest eventually. Right. But you have that complete trust that it is coming. That's been that's been my work lately is really believing. Here's the, here's what I've been been believing. My presence is uplifting and incredibly valuable. People want me to be there. They will fly me there. They will pay for me to be there. They will pay for my room. They will 
everything is taken care of because I'm valuable. My words are valuable. My presence is valuable. My energy is valuable. So that's been the thing that I've been stepping into. And see, that's been my magical, <laughs> my magical flow lately is living in that nice. space. I, I, it's all coming to me and not putting a time nice. limit on it. P, you know, yes. that that's yes. been my, to, to live in that embodiment and to feel that throughout my daily things. And that it's been very, it's been reflecting in certain ways, very wonderfully. And I'm very excited for this. Yeah, that's amazing. Experience. I love it. <laughs> it's like, it's like, it's like, it's like just like putting it out there and knowing it will happen whenever it happens. And it's like, then, then, then basically being it. Right. Yeah. And that's the thing I was talking about with the prayer. Yeah. Uh, it's not, yeah. it's not prayer isn't asking for it. Prayer is it's embodying, it. embodying it, feeling that it's yeah. there, feeling that you are it yeah. already. And then allowing for the external world to reflect it back to you because you believe True. it. Right. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> awesome. Oh, wow. You know, this whole time, I keep thinking I hear the sound outside and it sounds like this weird sound outside. And I'm thinking, I wonder what that is. In the meantime, I didn't realize when I'm swinging in the chair, it's my squeaking on the chair. <laughs> I thought it was like, in, like a bird outside the window and it's making a weird sound. And what, what is that? Like, I feel like going outside to check what that is, you know? My chair. How funny. I didn't hear it. I so. only realized. Yeah. I don't think it's coming yeah, through. Listen. Yeah, oh, there not. it is. There it is. Now I heard it. You heard it? Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. It sounds like... A, okay, wait. Let, let me let you listen, right? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that sounds like a bird. Doesn't it sound like a squeaky bird type of thing? So yeah. that's why I was thinking there was a bird outside and it was squeaking. What's going on? It sounds like it's in distress or what? It's funny. <laughs> Yeah. yeah that was one of my silly moments but anyways we all have them it's fun yeah that's what keeps us light you know yeah exactly and being able to laugh at yourself mm -hmm. and not take things personally when someone like points out one of your you know your silly things you well, know that's that's part of being confident in who you are right true you know if true. someone makes a joke yes. about you you can laugh about it because really you know who you are you know yes exactly it's true it's true <laughs> yeah i agree with that <laughs> you know exactly who you are so yeah. that's why you can laugh at it it's true absolutely and life's a stage yeah. anyways so we're we're just characters anyways there's no reason to take it too exactly. seriously <laughs> exactly exactly <laughs> yeah all right true thank you this is a great conversation i agree it's been very enjoyable yeah, I hope it makes for a great podcast for you. Yeah. Well, it's been wonderful be amazing. speaking with you. And I hope you have a wonderful rest of your... Well, it's nighttime there, right? Night, yeah. It's like what... I was looking at the timer. Yeah, it's 10, 10 9 p.m. Right. Yeah, it's just after 12 here, noon. So, all oh, right. Oh, nice. Oh, you're, where, where are you now? I'm in L.A. Oh, nice. Okay. I love L.A. Yeah, do you come here much? Or I was there. Um, the last time I was there was twenty nineteen November December. Okay, cool. 
just before going to I was in LA before going to um date with Destiny. What is that? I don't know what that is. Oh, Tony Robbins. Tony Robbins. Oh, Tony Robbins. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Date with Destiny is Tony Robbins event. So, I would have been there last year. Mm-hmm. At least I think at least oh, I was going to be there in April last year for biohacking convention, but it got postponed to this year and now it's got postponed to September. So, we'll see. Got it. Yeah, yeah. I, there's been a few things that have been postponed multiple times. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true, but it's okay. See, yeah. like, like people, people sometimes ask me, but don't you like, how are you managing not traveling? And I'm like, because it's really not an option right now. So why would I sit and harp on what I can't do? Right. Rather focus on what I can do, and let's just focus on that and be here and now. That's how I started this podcast. <laughs> nice. You know, nice. I said I can't do what I normally do, so let's let's do yeah. something else. Uh, it's true. It's true. I do miss it though. Like just just the the freedom of movement, you know? I miss the the social atmospheres and the events. Oh, almost definitely. The live music. The social in the, the events is like completely different. I agree. Oh, like someone that. was saying, oh, Clubhouse is going to change the world because now you don't need to have events. I was like, no, I, I need events because I want to have actual interactions, not just over a voice, you know, on a on an app. I want to be able to be there, meet the person, greet the person. I was like thinking a Tony Robbins event has like 5,000 people to 10,000 people. How, when, are, when are we going to be able to have those again? I'd love to know. I have no idea. You know, <laughs> I, I mean, two, a <laughs> hundred people, fair enough. But then when you think 5,000, 10,000, like you wonder, right? Because it's a completely different concept now. So, yep. But you know what? I'm super grateful that I chose to do it when I did. Um, 2019 turned out to be an epic year. And, you know, it was funny because I met, I met someone in L.A., a friend who I met in the biohacking convention. And by the way, I met Brian there as well. So nice. I met I met him for uh, at Cafe Gratitude in Venice. It was I love it, by the way. And um, and we were sitting there and he asked me, how was your 2019? And I started off saying it was a really, you know, it was a challenging year. There was a lot of things that I'm... And as I said that, I looked at him and I was like, no way. Actually, I'm talking nonsense. It was a really epic year. At that moment, I stopped myself and I was like, no. When I think about it, I did this, I did that, I did Tony Robbins, I did Nexus, I did Pula with Mind Valley, I did Singapore Tony Robbins, I did like I did so many things. I did the biohacking convention, and then I started to like pull out all the things I actually did, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? It was a freaking epic year. And then he was like, What's your plan for 2020? So I said, like, you know, I said what I was thinking. And then the next year I was like, you know what? Thank God for 2019. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's like, wow, what a year. Yeah, it was epic for me yeah. too. That was that was like a very, very epic year for me. Yeah. Same, same. Yep. Anyways. <laughs> Have an amazing day. It was great talking to you. You too. Take care and um, keep in touch. Will do. Take care. Thanks. Ciao. Barkeeper Radio. Do it.